It's a good show. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. And this is a podcast by three gay comedians who've known each other for about ten years, and we've always bonded over the fact that we just don't really fit in in the gay community. We're sort of like the lazy queer eye of the Fab Five. Yeah, except I got 2020. Textual Healing. So, uh, President Trump, which is a still odd thing to say somehow, uh, he instituted this trans ban. Do you guys want to explain what that looks like? Yeah. Well, um, so the reason for the ban is that, uh, I mean, he cited many reasons, but primarily the medical costs that are associated with trans people serving in the military. Um, and this is also a reversal of an Obama policy from yes. a few years back. Yes. And also and this is the second time he's instituted it, right? No. Uh, he So he didn't institute it the first time. He just tweeted it. Um, with oh. no warning to the Pentagon or anybody. No one knew it was coming. And then the Pentagon reviewed it. That was the process. So trans mm-hmm. people serving were fine. And now there was an official policy that basically outlined more of the logistics behind it. And the reasoning behind it is that he said it was a dis- that our, our service members don't need a distraction. Uh, you can imply whatever you think with that. And then uh, the medical costs, both um, psychiatric and, uh, you know, internal medicine. The report says um, that it uh, claims that allowing transgendered soldier- soldiers to serve openly, quote, could undermine readiness, disrupt unit cohesion, and impose an unreasonable burden on the military that is not conducive to military effectiveness and lethality. Now, that's hilarious to me. I mean, yeah, legally it's on shaky grounds and it likely won't survive the current court case that's been brought against it because um, there's certain language uh, when we desegregated the military uh, that would apply to this ban as well. So it's looking like this ban won't last very long. Mm -hmm. And the idea is what? That if somebody's transitioning, they're going to stress other people out? Um, Yes and no. It's more that the service member, I mean, I'm trying to think, kind of take a very unbiased journalistic point of view with this, even though I vehemently hate it. Um, But it's primarily about the person serving, the trans person serving shouldn't be distracted by their gender. so fucked. Well, well, hold on. Shouldn't be distracted (laughs) by their gender or gender reassignment in the process of their serving in the military. Still so fucked. It is. But that's the thinking. And uh, that's part of the thinking. I think, to me, the most interesting part about all of this uh, is that I remember when this when this was tweeted about uh I mean roughly a year ago and it was just it was interesting because I read a couple accounts saying that basically everyone in Washington including the Pentagon but also people like representatives and senators were completely taken aback almost no one I mean even republicans Almost no Republicans were calling for yeah. a ban on trans member, uh, transgender members. In it was a moot, it was a moot issue. Yeah. In fact, I even found an article from a, a year ago uh, of when this was initially proposed via tweet, 
in which there were four really conservative Republicans on, you know, using varying degrees of severity saying, I do not support this. Yeah. Which I mean, is particularly surprising uh, because if you think about the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which was less than a decade ago. Uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, 2010. Yeah. Uh, it was only supported by nine Republicans when it was repealed. Yeah. And so it, I, I, in a weird way, I almost saw that as um, Trump aside, as a kind of a... It's pure politics. A step of, a step it's, of but, it's, but it's all progress. politics. It's the but, same as moving the Jerusalem embassy to or the, the Israeli... It's all politics on Trump's part. It's all yeah. politics on Wait, Trump's so part. Let me explain to me as someone who's not as like politically wonky as you guys what would be the what is the what would, what is there to gain from, by, by him by trump t- in in instituting this is it just yeah. to like appeal to his base yes it is in many ways um so the base itself is you know his base which is a large part christian you know evangelicals mm-hmm. not ironically a large part. <laughs> ironically <laughs> enough yeah but they do support him and they they also tend to support very patriotic causes. They tend to be very much pro-military, pro-military budget spending. And so this is seen as more of a patriotic sort of budget issue rather than a civil rights issue. And it is very much a civil rights issue. Meaning I do that, want to like, throw out that there are 15,000 transgender people serving in the, across the, all armed forces currently. And there are 134,000 transgender Americans who hold veteran status. So <laughs> it's, in it's, doing it's that... It's laughable to me because it's like... you, you could hurt pensions you could of hurt course. i mean there's lots of different things you could hurt but, but here. just in the moment and if, i mean obviously I've, I've never served in the military but respect those who do so much i'm still just like so the idea here is that somebody who's trans which by the way is not something you know or don't know just by looking at somebody mm-hmm. but that person is like so caught up in like what's going on downstairs that they can't focus like it's so it's so Egregiously simple something. and minim- minimizes minimizing. the person to what happens between their legs and it's not crazy. so much, you know, their brain and their identity and who mm-hmm. they think that they 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 know that they are. Um, and it's also interesting too that you know transgender people um, are also one of the largest hate crime victims in the country, and they're also one of the amongst the LGBT acronym. They're one of the the men that are that suffer economic poverty, mm-hmm. um, and many times people across race and gender and sexuality, the main reason why we have people enlist in the military now is for the education opportunities, Mm -hmm. is for the career opportunities, is for the military opportunities that you can get from being in the military. And, And... that's why a lot of trans people enlist. And and also because they're very patriotic, I'm yeah, sure. Right. And so you're hurting people on so many levels doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, someone who's already poor, who's already struggling, who makes an incredibly patriotic and valuable and s- respectable position to join the military and serve their country yeah. out of many times economic hardship. And then you do this to them. Yeah, and it's, it's disgusting. It's just, it's just, you know. Uh, obviously, I think I don't think it's a huge surprise that <laughs> all three of us <laughs> don't support something that Trump did. But it's just, it's just a fantastic example of how impulsive he is as a quote leader, and that that in a lot of ways has such significant ramifications and detriment to 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 the people that 
mm-hmm. you know, draw his ire that day or, or, or whatever it may be. The upside is that, you know, this wasn't an issue that people were clamoring for. This wasn't, right, a, right. This wasn't something a that campaign, was necessarily right. something people were pushing for. Or... And the military often works within rank and commanding officers. And if commanding officers aren't really caring if a service member is trans or not, yeah. then likely that service member will be able to no. serve openly and be fine. But that also you could you could deal with commanding officers that don't support those trans people. Now let me uh, let me <clears throat> let me propose this because I feel like in the scheme of the trans movement, um, as compared to the gay rights movement that, or you know, I guess yeah, the gay rights yeah. movement that I was vaguely a part of, <laughs> so far as I went to like one protest in twelve <laughs> years, and I'm like I'm an activist, but. I do feel like in a weird way, even though there's tons of bigotry and the trans community, uh, you know, is, is uh, often is uh, receives hate crimes and all these things. But uh, I feel like there is some sense of it's almost like I feel like people understand it m- more easily than trying to explain what a gay person is. I think people I think people I think you're right. I think people understand it more easily with compassion <clears throat> or they understand it so little and they and it fuels hatred i think it's mm-hmm. so like on it's a, such an extremist issue to take yeah that i don't think i think there is like when you talk about these republicans just kind of like being okay with it i think the idea is like oh what like if there's empathy there right the idea is like wow that that must be a, a, a struggle because you're you're potentially changing your body right and that's clearly that clearly requires thought and you know um, you know experience and and just yeah. so much so much of your yeah. emotions. Whereas I think the easy hatred for it is they're 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 different and they're weird. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's confusing and distracting. So right. bye bye trans. Like it's right. just right. It's so simple. The, right. the hatred or the empathy is so simple there. Right. Where it's just I think it's easy to either you know under like. Empathize with it, or just yeah, and and I mean once again, I'm obviously we're in a bubble, and you know, uh, in Los Angeles, but there, I, I don't know, just maybe in the few conversations I've had with people, sort of outside of my immediate bubble, it does seem like it's at least to me, someone who isn't not isn't trans, it mm-hmm. does seem like people understand it. More. It's. It's. Well, I felt like selling what a gay per I selling think, what a gay man was in the nineties was a, a, an uphill battle for a long time, and I feel like when when you can actually conv- talk to someone, have an open discussion about what being trans means, it's like they're. It's like they get it fast. Yeah, I think, I think so there's too. a difference, though, between understanding in a cultural, political sense and actively, uh, you know, in, enlisting that understanding in your everyday life. And I think, I mean, from the trans friends that I have and the things that I've read, it, trans people in a very sort of, you know, life is lived in those little nuanced gray moments. And when a trans person does something as simple as using the bathroom or orders something at a counter and they get stared at or they mm-hmm. get there's something. That some people don't know what sure. to use. Right. It's those moments that you realize you can go to a counter and order something or use a bathroom and have no problems for the most part, whereas a trans person That's cannot. That's diarrhea, right? Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> a diarrhea, right. But a trans person cannot. And so I think, yes, there does seem to be, because of Caitlyn Jenner and many others, there does seem to be a greater acceptance of trans people, but also, too, 
imagine that trans person just using the restroom of the gender that they are. Well, uh, you know, as a counterpoint, I will quote um, a dope from my high school who <laughs> responded in an Instagram post where I was, I did like, I think around the time that Trump tweeted initially, mm-hmm. um, I did like a, you know, to protect trans kids and tried to write something, you know, moderately sweet about the issue and, and relatable. And his response was, if it stands to pee, it's a dude. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I and and I and I actually instead of just like not responding or I wasn't, you know, I'm not gonna like attack the guy. I tried to engage with him in the comments of an Instagram post yeah. in a way that was not patronizing, that was not antagonistic, but just realistic and and mm-hmm. explaining without being without trying to you know to like um, to sound too you know hysterical. I was just like, you know, it's got to be crazy to be a kid and being to, and be that confused and at the time there were reports of kids who were not eating or going or drinking water because they wanted to avoid going to the bathroom all day in yeah, school yeah, yeah. and so i was like that's got to be crazy like that and i just said to this guy like that just must be a really hard experience to have yeah i and mean 41 res- i'm sorry go on no and his response was <laughs> this i mean this is like a little um connective but his response was well, you were the most popular guy in school, or something like that. Like you had, you were popular, and you had lots of friends. And I'm like, what's his yeah, point? Yeah, his point was that because I'm gay, and by the way, not trans, but because I'm gay, I proved he proved me wrong by showing that I did. I had a fine time in in school oh, and wasn't afraid of. Well, I think Ellie, I, I, I think well, Ellie's just trying to brag that he was a cool kid. Yeah, you're just, no, but you just wanted to say to you were popular. But it got to the point where he. I mean, it, it it devolved, and he he underst- I think he seemed to understand it a little better, but he at the at the same time did say, "When I grow my, I'm blonde, and when I grow up, my beard grows out red, and people make fun of me for it." But and I swear to you, he said, "But in the words of Kelly Clarkson, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger." Oh my oh, god! <laughs> oh no! I'm like, dude, listen, I don't know. That's not I mean, a all, Kelly Clarkson I, I feel like original, but whenever I get into conversations like that, which I often don't because I want to avoid them, right. but um, I do often. Just just say, listen, you know, trans people, 41% have attempted suicide. I mean, that's how that's how much of an epidemic that this community is suffering through because there isn't a lack of under mm-hmm. there is a there is a lack of understanding of their identity and their process and the confusion that goes on. I will say there was like I remember a couple of years ago in New York, I like on Grinder and stuff, you know, the people could identify as trans and um, I would always avoid like hooking up because I never thought I would be attracted to a trans person, right? you know, in a sexual way. And um, then a couple years ago, I had sort of my first sort of dating experience with a trans person. And it it, it was surprising, ref- surprisingly refreshing, but I will admit, and I know a lot of people probably have experienced this, especially gay people, um, when they date someone who's trans, that I didn't know how I would... Um, how I would react to sure. the sexual situation, you know? And what I loved is that, you know, the person I was with, they were very understanding of this sort of being something. And I felt, you know, in a liberal way, I felt very guilty for even feeling it because I didn't want to, I wanted to be above it and I wanted to be like, mm-hmm. I can sleep with a trans man and be just fine with it. Like, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I support trans community. But then... But it's also a different experience for you and you're allowed to be at least interested in the fact that this is different yeah. and new and yeah. and I'm sure uh, he was also like this is different and new for me to a certain degree or you know even yeah. if it wasn't the idea is just like you're not wrong by f- 
by acknowledging something. I think I think that's um, yeah. To me, it, I think it's good to be understanding that this is mm-hmm. is, is it could be is a different thing. Yeah, and, and it was hot as fuck. How do you think Trump would feel about trans people with bone spurs? Because <laughs> he had, because he used bone spurs to get out of serving in Vietnam. We should say God, that because right. I don't think everyone knows that. Well, yeah. well, to yeah. quote, to end this with with yeah. a, a quote, to quote Enya <laughs> from Caribbean Blue: "If every man says all he can, if every man is true, do I believe the sky above is Caribbean blue?" <laughs> <laughs> Next segment, please. <laughs> Not even joking. Nicole Byer. Yeah, it's me! (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm fabulous. So great to have you on. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. We all love you very much. We really do. That's That's the only reason why I get out of bed. You are beloved. You are seen. They love me. Thank you. Thank you. I feel seen. We hear you. We hear you. Yes, And I will be loud. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is something that uh, we wanted to talk about because Elliot in particular has always had this visceral reaction mm. and I, I'm a very similar way I think and who knows Alan's always a curveball uh, <laughs> uh, uh, there are these videos online yes of gay men well I guess to start things off gay men sort of we've developed this like I would say maybe stereotype that like we are terrified of vaginas yeah mm-hmm. the fear of the, the, fear, the, the fear, fear of, of vagina. vagina mm-hmm. yeah and uh, and there are, there are videos like BuzzFeed videos or whatever. Maybe they're not BuzzFeed, but it's, it's been, it could, might as well video, be yeah. BuzzFeed. Right. Yeah. And videos of like BuzzFeed a woman. Vagina. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. A woman being like a woman. I being wish like, BuzzFeed had a section for just vagina. <laughs> Honestly, they will. They. they <laughs> It'll be the next vertical. And it's going to be horrifying. It'll be vagical. BuzzFeed V. But yeah. the video is is a bunch of gay men. Uh, who touching are a vagina touching a vagina time. and they, they grow mm-hmm. looking at they, it they, yeah, touching they react scream. obnoxiously to yes. it first off it's weird because <laughs> if I was in front of a camera crew and someone was like touch this dick I'd be like this ew yeah, like yeah. it's it creates an environment where you're afraid because it's 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 overwhelming having a camera crew anyway, even when you're just like acting yeah. lines that yeah. you've memorized me, in your house. Let me counter that by saying, and this is, of course, me coming from mm-hmm. a place of hate. <laughs> I'm they're, They act scared because they're acting it up, yeah. yes. in my opinion. Yes. They're playing up this old, this disgusting... Well, oh, I don't know. I will say... <laughs> wait, let me finish. <laughs> they're acting up this, this old, archaic trope uh-huh. of being repulsed by the very thing through which they came out. And that, they wouldn't and therefore, be Therefore, that is accentuating and emphasizing that they are gay. Yes. yes. Well, but mm. I don't think they're necessarily acting because, like, when you said, you know, if, if video camera was, or camera was on you and touch a dick, like, you would be like, ugh. I don't know if I would be like, ugh. But with, because I think women and men sort of hate on vaginas that we there's that disgusting sort of like you know it smells like fish or tuna like we <laughs> the patriarchy has made the vagina such a scary place for gay straight women all of them i mean the women mm-hmm. it's 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 obnoxious so much more than the penis and so i think on some level the reaction Perhaps is maybe because of the patriarchy a little bit genuine. So just so you know, Nicole, we bring up the patriarchy five to six times an episode. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so we, Perfect. we hit about two. We got one before I you came. I love it. Please dismantle <laughs> it. I, I, I know where you're coming from for sure, but I also have I've heard a lot of men talk about how they think the most beautiful thing in the world is a vagina. 
Really? Yes, I've, I've literally heard that never sentiment. heard that. I've, I've heard that sentiment before. Also, never heard. I've heard <laughs> yeah. a man be like, "No, I man, I love a pussy." Yeah. But I've never yeah. heard a man be like, "They're beautiful." Oh, oh I've, I've I, I can't tell you when or where I was, but yeah. So, but 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 tell us about your experience with men touching my vagina. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yucky! Yeah. I watching the videos. It was. It was crazy, and I do understand the discomfort, but I also do think they were playing it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, anytime a gay man is like, yucky, vagina, oh, I'm like, okay, nuts. but like, <laughs> You why? are here because of one. But also, it's just an organ. What are you, like, queasy about elbows? Like, yeah. it's just... And by the way... And also, but- and also I mean... Buttholes ain't pretty. I mean, let's what let's be mean? fair. I mean, if, if we're talking about like organs and like, I was literally just going to say, I was literally just going to say the same thing. But I was going to say, I mean, from an artist's perspective, a vagina is prettier than like a big floppy appendage. <laughs> I don't think any of it's Ew. very pretty. To be honest, I agree. They're all very strange. Yeah, I don't think I, any of it wins the award for best <laughs> of. But if you're looking yeah. at classic art. And yeah. again, this is, I, I don't I, know nah, anything even about Even then, art. I do not think. No. <laughs> really? I mean, I can I can see oh, a butthole in a this vagina. This bitch love a bush. This <laughs> <laughs> bitch love a bush. I'm like yeah. an old portrait or something. <laughs> but, I, but I mean, so in, in watching the videos, mm-hmm. like, what is your reaction, I guess? What the reaction to the treatment of the woman in the video? And what does it say about how we treat women? I, it felt like she was a prop. Which yeah, yeah. she was. It was like putting your hand in a box and you don't know what's in it. Yeah. A prop for 18 million views, but yes. Continue. Which is so weird. But even the way she just like leaned back and was like, have at it. it oh, I couldn't watch that part. I stopped. I it was, stopped I skipped around because yeah. it made me feel weird. What also is weird about the video too is that the guys in it are young. Yeah. yeah. They're young. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're, they're of the generation of they always could be gay. Gay was always a very normal, <sighs> mm-hmm. accept, um, probably acceptable thing then for why them does, to but be. But then why does that depress me more? <laughs> why does it what depress do you mean? Me? Because if they were able to be gay when they were younger and and <laughs> and less mature... They wouldn't have to prove themselves mm-hmm. now. Exactly. Yeah. It, that's, Wait, I don't, I don't follow. I'm sorry. Oh, I follow It, it feels like they're I over... I follow it, too. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. I don't. <laughs> it feels like we support you, Alan. These guys are overcompensating... Mm-hmm. By acting up this fear and disgust of vaginas when they don't have to because they've been raised uh, in... Elliot's always had this belief that... Uh, Gay men are woke as fuck. No, no. He's he's always had this belief that I think I understand. And in practice, you know, obviously everyone's a little bit more complex. But, like, the belief is if you... Putting on a gay affect only makes sense if you were kind of raised during this really oppressed time mm. where you couldn't have sex anywhere but in mm-hmm. dungeons or or in trailers or whatever, or in meat in the meatpacking meat, meat, industry. Right. Yeah, meat, yes. meat, meat, meat trucks. Truck. Sorry, <laughs> thinking of a word. So <clears throat> we're literally Brent and I are literally thinking of the same thesis, documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His thesis has been: modern gay people don't have to do this; they don't have to affect this person, this behavior, because they've been accepted their whole lives. And obviously, I think we all know it's a little more complex than of that. Course. But I, I see where you're coming from. The on idea that. being that, like, if you had it easier than maybe the generation before you, why do you need to, like, prove something? Mm-hmm. I don't do- think they feel like they're needing to prove anything. But that's though. what I, I think I'm seeing. The, I mean, I think in the oh, video, I think they so. are. I think, that's, that's, I that's think what the yeah, about. I think it's, it's like, I'm gay, but I can 
prove to you that I'll touch it, but I'll, it's so exactly. gross. See, I don't think that I see the videos. I mean, I, I obviously we all see different things in these videos, but I see the video as sort of this colossal fear of vagina and then vagina is the prop and gay, straight, whatever even if you had like you know, women in there touching it there are women who are grossed out by vaginas and it's like Mm -hmm. we have such a fear of the vagina so much more so than the penis that like I think that's the root of the video. That, to me, is like what the video is really getting at. The vagina is the prop, but it was directed by the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. Well, Um, I mean, what would you say to that, though, Nicole? I mean, I think if you're a gay man who wants to touch a vagina, you have a girlfriend. Ask her. Sure. Like, I, before I lost my virginity, I asked my gay friend, Evan, I said, can we have sex? Will you take my virginity? And he was like, oh, I don't really like vaginas. But he's had, he had had sex with a woman. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. And I was like, okay, great. I'm going to wear a leotard. <laughs> and you whoa, can't whoa, whoa, whoa. touch me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How old were you? 19. 19 years old. You said I'm going to wear a leotard? Wow. Yes, because I was like, it might change our friendship if you're touching me all over. <laughs> hold on. Wait, why did you want on, him on. to be the one to take because your virginity? Because he was my dear friend. She trusted he him. He is my dear friend. Yeah. And I trusted him. And I thought that if he took it, then it would be just a nice experience. As to, oh, like, see, that's where uh, we're different. I prefer uh, to have sex with people I don't want to ever make eye contact with <laughs> sure again. that's where Wait, I'm at now I have a logistic question <laughs> yes so you wanted him to take your virginity mm-hmm. you wore a leotard mm-hmm. to avoid touching mm-hmm. does that mean you just moved <laughs> the crotch part of the no they make snap crotch leotards <laughs> yes. and you better believe I had one I was definitely under the impression that you like, like moved just it out of the way it to the yeah. side. was it romantic like, did no we didn't, we didn't actually oh, didn't. have sex oh, you didn't okay. no I ended up losing it two years later oh yeah to a man in a bar named Elvis, <laughs> which is like exactly what I didn't want to do. And Evan was there for it. He went, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, you leave me alone. Did yeah. Evan ever say anything? Did Evan ever, you know, pose that, that sort of sentent, sentiment of being grossed out by your vagina? No, or because it was attached to a person he loved. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was like, I will do this for you because I love you. Yeah. And also it wasn't like a an attraction thing. Like we weren't attracted to each other. Right. He yeah. was my gay best friend and I like... It, we had just moved past any sort of... He was like my brother. He still yeah. is like my brother. You know what? This reminds me, when I was in college, I had this best friend that we were good... Like best friends in high school and then into college and what, completely platonic and one day out of the blue and you guys know how sheepish I am about everything I think I offered to masturbate in front of her <laughs> and then she's like okay and I did <gasps> it's crazy <laughs> I mean literally Elliot you guys know I haven't taken my shirt off in public since 1998 yeah. wait really? Like I, like I get naked with the lights off. Really? Only at night. You can't. No. This guy Whereas, like, I'll get know, naked in front of yeah, anybody. Know, it makes <laughs> no sense. That yeah. is yeah. very strange. You have a nice body. Yeah. Well, it makes from no what sense. I, think, City, I don't know. Right right so, okay, we, we, we would be remiss if we didn't bring it up because there's something in the gay community that's constantly brought up about vaginas. That is the gold star gay. The platinum <laughs> yeah. gay. Oh. The gold star gay. It's really so just, funny. To, just to explain, the gold star gay is someone who has never had sex, sex with a woman, but was born vaginally. Yeah. 
platinum gay is someone who has never had sex with a woman, and that was C-section. C-section. Yeah. So you are rewarded with stars for never having gone near a vagina. Yeah. It is ridiculous, but it does still make chuckle. I think it's, to me, that's silly. Unless someone is, like, bragging about, like, going around being like, did you hear? Never touched one. It was the opening, the full, like, opening to a Will and Grace. It was, like, the the cold open to a recent Will and Grace where I was like... Man, it just, bu- I don't know. I don't, that doesn't bum me out. I mean, I, I agree. I think it's just a fun, kitschy sort of thing that people right, do. Yeah. And it's not necessarily an assault on the vagina. It becomes an assault when then the gay men start going into this, like, they're gross. Ooh, mm-hmm. I could never. Like, that yeah. That just blows me away. Why anyone would ever go in that direction. Yeah. And also, do you ever feel, I never feel like I've heard women be like, Ew, penises! Like, I feel oh, like I, I have. Oh, you have. I've definitely heard women be like, penises are gross. Balls are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Balls, Balls are disgusting. Are disgusting. I love disgusting. a good ball. They're so sweaty a lot of the time. <laughs> I Just love like, it. Air that shit out before I mean, you do my mouth. I remember once mm-hmm. I was talking to a good friend of mine about uh, a, a female friend of mine about masturbation. This was literally within like nine months. It was like recently. And I asked her, no, all like no kidding aside. I was like, "Do you do it with gloves on?" Because I just <laughs> didn't understand. What? Wait, what? I, did, I like, I don't know why. In my head, I'm like, I'm like, and this is, it's almost like part and parcel of what we're talking about. I'm like, gloves. oh, it's, it's what? like, it's, it's dirty and it's, and it gets wet. <laughs> so do you? But I literally what? thought, like, do you put surgical you gloves a, on? You have a room of three of your friends <laughs> and you with jaws on the and floor. Then you and she was like, Brent, I don't put gloves on. <laughs> That's insane. That's like I mean, putting condoms insane. on each finger and fingering yourself. <laughs> right, that is right. so... That's it's an crazy. insane thing but you thought. I, in my head... But like how was dirty like, do you think these like, pussies are? It was kind just of... filled with dirt? Like yeah. what? I just had never thought about it. And I need you to finish the sentence. Know. In my head, I need to know where that sentence uh, goes. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that like in my head, for some reason, I had associated it with... Yeah, like like oh, it's it was kind of it's kind of like female masturbation is something isn't something women talk about as much as guys talk about it. So in my head, I was like, it's dirty and and uh, <laughs> and and weird and and gross. And even though, of course, I support all women masturbating. <laughs> sure you um, do. Yes, all women masturbating. Which is something I never thought about. Pussies. It's like it's like I, I believe I I used to believe dragons existed until I was like in early high school because I just hadn't thought about it. I Somehow thought women I thought women peed through their life. clit. I didn't know a lot about. <laughs> But, I um, thought it was through their butts. I thought, oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and this, wait, 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 wait. I mean, You're not did you kidding? guys go to public well, I mean, school? I mean, yes. Public school is fucking failing yeah. everybody. <laughs> no, but I also think that does speak to, like, there was an episode of Sex in the City where uh, Charlotte had never seen her vagina. Correct. And, like, Samantha gave her her mirror to go look mm-hmm. at her vagina or something. And I feel like that, I mean, you're the only woman in the room, so I'm going to have to ask you this. Do you feel that women... There are women like that, and yes. and it's a it's a. There's tons of women who've never seen their vaginas, and it's a crazy yeah. thing to me, because I grew up in a pretty sexually open household. I was allowed to just ask questions, mm-hmm. and my mother didn't love children's stuff, so like I watched Ally McBeal growing up, yeah, and was just like that dancing <laughs> that baby's creepy fun. Baby. Yeah. I truly didn't understand that it was like <laughs> like. Uh, horrifying like her clock to have a yeah. baby or whatever and yeah, then like you I watched just blew my mind because I had absolutely uh, yeah. no idea that that had any really? yeah, no clue, <laughs> right? no, not a clue. Yeah, it's her like time clock for a baby got it yeah. and uh, that's why it's like tormenting her got it because um, wow. she's just getting older and thinner and <laughs> <laughs> you know the 
natural progression. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then, like, I remember... I just talked about this on some podcast. I don't remember, but uh, we were watching this movie, Soul Food, and it's a great movie. It was during the black movie Heyday, where we got one a year, and then it stopped. (laughs) And Tyler Perry was like, you'll only get this now. Uh, But there's a scene where the cousin fucks maybe Vivica A. Fox's Mm, husband, and they're doing it standing up, and it was like kind of uncomfortable, and my mother just went... Well, that's just very hard. And I was like, huh. And she's like, leverage. It's a lot of leverage. And most people won't do it like that. Laying down's easier. And wow. I just remember being like, wow. oh, Thank you, okay. doctor. Yeah. And then from that moment on, I would just be like, like when I found out I was sex, I was like, daddy did that to you? And she was like, sure did. And <laughs> wow. Good for that. So, that's great. Yeah, I, I love your parents. Like, asked great. questions. Yeah. I remember my mom t- always tells a story about going to like one OBGYN who tells her, have you ever looked at your vagina? Mm-hmm. And I'm like getting lightheaded thinking about this. Uh, and she's like, no. And he's like, why don't you just get a mirror, buy a mirror, and like look at your look at look at it. And she just talks. This isn't the story that I I like rehashing with her, but she talks about it as, as sort of like this kind of preeminent moment where she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, let me take some vested interest in my own health well, and my and body. And that speaks to what I'm saying is that like if there are women, it's impossible to avoid seeing your own dick. So if there are women who aren't who haven't seen their vaginas, who are afraid of looking at their vagina then that culturally sets up a precedent where vaginas become this disgusting, mm-hmm. scary, mysterious thing. And it breeds stupid fucking videos like <laughs> gay men touching vaginas for the first time. Yeah. You know what song I love that actually kind of helped like open my eyes a little bit to like this? Uh-huh. Pussycat by um, Missy Elliott. <laughs> yes! It's just like a great song that's like an That's on under construction? Her... Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just this awesome song. I love that Missy her... Elliott opened you up to the vagina. <laughs> well, she did. I mean, she Missy Elliott was very progressive. Very yes. progressive. And, yes, I get, yeah. and she's sexual. got a, a song called Toys mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Uh, whatever the album is after that, which is just about sex toys and using them. And Pussycat, I mean, I listened to it a lot in college, not just because it was a great song, but it was like, yeah, like that, she just she kind of just f- helped form it for me, mm-hmm. form the idea of like because I wasn't I never had sex with a woman and I wasn't planning on doing it. <laughs> so of course, I, I mean, I also grew up in a house where basically I think we had like three copies of our bodies ourselves, yeah. <laughs> and so I still remember as a kid seeing a picture of literally a woman in stirrups, full bush, mm-hmm. and everything. I was oh, like, <laughs> wow! It was just like it was just like wow. That's like my parents didn't tell me anything. My mom was like, you'll figure it out. But you had you got <gasps> that magic Mormon underwear. No, yeah. I, re- I yeah. <laughs> when I had my after I had my first wet dream, which I, I guess apparently uh, you, you can't hide, of course. Uh, I like two days Why later. Why not? <laughs> well, it's because it's on your sheets. Does it get, does it crust up? I think so. Yeah. What if you just would. take some water? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure there are plenty of. I think I probably did that. Yeah, I must have missed something. But uh, on my bed when I came home from school was uh, what's happening to your body? No. Book for boys. Oh, that is so ah, cute. I that, love that. That is adorable. So Horrifying. How old were you? Um. God, this was last year. Wow. Last year. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I was. I was probably. You know. Uh, middle school, maybe late middle school. And do we remember who it was about? Sorry, I'm sorry. To I remember my first. Wet I remember my first wet dream was about this dude from my class. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> this, this bitch first wet dream was about Bob Vila. <laughs> no, yep. it wasn't. Yeah. Who was it about again? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Right. I don't remember mine. I don't remember mine. Well, on that note, 
Uh, Nicole, we want to thank you for being here. Thank Love you, yeah. Nicole. Wait, also- we're not going to talk about the titty video? <laughs> oh, the titty video. <laughs> Y'all sent me two videos that I skipped around. Yeah, I mean, there's... there's I feel like vagina. But how ironic okay. that Alan it's is always okay. railing, railing against the patriarchy, <laughs> and yet he didn't address the glaring omission that we didn't talk about the we titty video. Talk about I feel the like other it's video. kind it's of on okay. par. It is on similar par. discussion. But also the I idea- will say this. Gay men love they touching. Love they yes. love touching boobs. Yeah. So they that video was so weird to me. Yes. That yep. some of them are like, eh, and I was like, nah. I'm horrified yeah. to say. touching any part nah. of my body. I'm horrified to say I used to be one of those guys in college that, that loved like, boobs? I would touch my friend's boobs. Oh, oh wow. Which, it's uh, Was this the same friend you masturbated in front of? No. <laughs> huh. We're like appealing <laughs> Oh, yes, onion. yes. No, I'm sorry. Yes, it was. Wow. Yeah. We're going to talk more layers about this. Of yeah. but I'm convinced it's going to come up when I decide to run for Senate. Which I'm yes. still planning on doing, and if you, you don't really? like it, you will be destroyed. Are you really? You will be. Are destroyed. you really? I mean, not necessarily, but oh, okay. I swear I still think the door is open. Um, the, the door is still open. Nicole, we thank you for coming, and we thank also you for thank having your me. vagina. Yes, I love my pussy. <laughs> we love your pussy. Do you guys hate? Oh, I don't want to go. I want to talk more. <laughs> Do you hate the term fishy? Yeah, Talking I hate about, it. Uh, I think why? It's appalling. Because it because it connotes the idea that. A woman has a smelly vagina. It's Some also, do. It's so what? It shouldn't be a man's job. To, it shouldn't be a I don't man's. Know. Funny, I like it. Oh, really? I yep. I love yeah. it. Ooh, you like, like fishy? Trying, are, coming think, from oh, a drag like queen it? or coming from other gay men? Uh, I think only talking about drag. Okay. I think it's a like a cute way to say you look like a woman. Yeah. Well, th- there I think it can live there, but I feel like I don't think outs- it lives outside of that, does it? Tuna. I mean, tuna, yeah, Yeah, but, like, I heard some straight men be like, ugh, she smelled like tuna. I'm like, you know, you know, honestly, she probably didn't. She probably smelled like wet pennies because that's what you <laughs> smell like a little bit before your period and a little bit after your period because yeah. guess what? Blood has iron and... Oh. Well, now we know your, dra- your, your, your um, drag name. Wet pennies. Wet pennies. <laughs> <laughs> wet pennies. I'm not dead. I'm dead. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Another thing. So, um, in something totally unrelated to gay stuff, mm-hmm. let's talk cheese. Oh. Yummy cheese. So, I'm not good. as into cheese as I think. I think Brent, you're the most. Oh, into he's cheese definitely of the most. I, into I, I think cheese is the greatest thing. Here's the one cheese I don't like. Can I guess? Yes. Swiss. Nope. Nasty ass ricotta. I, I love I think, ricotta. I, I like, think <laughs> you say it like Giada. Yeah. No, we say rigot. Rigotta. Rigot. We. <laughs> we you're do. from Long Island. Uh, exactly. You're saying it like you're, for, you're fresh off the boat from the Italy rest of or the country. Ricotta. Yeah. We R- say rigot. Ricotta. No. In Michigan's ricotta. We say rigot. Um, I think it's uh, it's like unsalted cottage cheese, which to me is the least appealing thing in the world. I yeah. guess when I imagine it, I imagine it in the best form, which is in some sort of. On a sort of toast with jam, mm, yeah. Um, or I, I also love um, uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, farmer's cheese, which mm. is used often in blintzes. Sure. Yes, which I is do very love Jewish. Those. I enjoy a blintz. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, but, guy, but honestly, I'm. Oh, go ahead. The guy I, I, I'm dating right now, he, I like. I have. I love cheese sticks. Like it's just a fun little snack for me. Like, like, uh, like yeah, string cheese. String. Like string yeah, I love cheese. it. I love it. I get a big bag of it at Costco. I save it. It lasts me all month. And I eat one at a time because I'm a fucking fat piece. Of shit, and I'm worried. What do you mean you eat one at a time? Like one, like I eat one. Who who eats more than one of? Well, 
he's he's saying he's uh, he does. Michael yeah. was like, I gave him one. He was like, um, I need two more. And yeah. like he ate three in one sitting. And I was just like, well, well he's not a, a lot. He's, of he's food. an odd. He's an odd bird. I he mean, is an he odd is bird. A, he's as big as my pinky and eats like make <laughs> make you know whopper. He eats like he doesn't even know the food. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't even know. It's even massive. Know. It's like how, yeah. How dare you? I also remember. I mean, I like cheese enough. I know. I always think of B. Arthur talking about how she prefer, she always preferred instead of dessert. She wasn't a sweets person, which I never understand. But she would always say instead of dessert, I like a plate of fruit and cheese. I mean, uh-huh. that is delicious. That is <sighs> well, it's See, not cake, but you know, understand, <laughs> understandably, I can. I guess I can understand where it's coming from. But whenever I'm on a flight. And they offer dessert. Yeah, it's either an ice cream sundae or fruit and cheese. Yeah, and I have to laugh. Like, who wants fruit and cheese? They're offering you an ice cream sundae. Well, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> ice cream. You're, also, like, let, let's emphasize: Elliot's a baby, and he loves yeah. he loves desserts. He loves sweets, and he likes. I mean, he like giggles when he eats dessert. Yeah, so ice cream. Dessert. Ice cream bores me. If I have to choose between cheese and ice cream, I will often choose cheese. Are you mm. nuts? Yeah, ice cream is boring. <clears throat> So what? when it comes to it cheese, here's 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 the, my my stance. I, I like the simpler the better. I like cheddar, mm, I cheddar, like mozzarella, extra sharp cheddar. I like Swiss. I That's Swiss. all I need. I I'm think Swiss, Swiss tastes Swiss like dirt. Yeah, it's dirt. Boring. I don't get it. You I think, think Swiss tastes like dirt. Yes, but let me also. I get, I also was raised There's with a, a lot barn of barn quality to it. I get that. That's, but there, I was also raised with what I, what I feel like are Jewy cheeses. Mm, yeah, we have Which is, it's Jarlsberg. It's yeah. Munster. I've never it, talked to Jews, so uh, yeah, tell me tell me about. What <laughs> hold you on, got, let me let me take my horns out one sec. There we go. <laughs> um, no, I was raised with like Jarlsberg uh-huh. and um, you know cheddar, but like I feel sure. like Jarlsberg and like farmers cheese and cottage cheese. These are all cottage cheese is so gross. Cottage cheese oh, is the like most it. disgusting food. It really and it's is bizarre because I'm somebody who likes uh, farmers cheese and regut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but cottage cheese, which my mom grows grew up with, and doesn't your mom eat cottage cheese, Brent? Yep. How do I know that? Because she eats cottage cheese with like matzah. <laughs> not, not exactly. But, but yeah, there was this dish. It's actually my favorite meal in the entire world. What is it? It's a dish that she found in some like vegetarian cooking book. Um, it is one part cottage cheese. It sounds awful. Yeah, yeah. One part cottage cheese, one part uh, Swiss cheese, a little mayonnaise, and dill. Just oh. dill. Ugh. And Yuck. it, and you put it on bread. <laughs> it is literally my favorite meal Ugh. in the whole world. And that it sounds, sounds awful, but it's, awful. it is that incredible. That me that that's your favorite meal. <laughs> it is, you know, it is also, my favorite thing. When I'll I, never forget that uh, I heard Julie Klausner, yeah. who's a comedian, writer, actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just rem- this is completely random, but I do remember distinctly hearing her on her podcast talk about how her favorite food is cold spaghetti with cottage cheese. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. I, when I think and of- I was like, that sounds disgusting. And then I stopped to think about it. And I do think there's a world in which that could be good because you think of a blintz no. and it's sort of like it's not good. A, an eggy, you know, kind of pasta-esque mm-hmm. no. thing <laughs> with sweet, mar- you know, market uh, farmer's cheese. Yeah. And I, but still, I don't know, a cold spaghetti with... Cottage cheese. When I, when, I think, cheese. <laughs> when I think of cheese, I think of one thing. In St. Louis, there's this pizza place called Emo's. It's like a Midwestern pizza place, yeah. primarily only in Missouri. Everyone's though. very Emo and, there. And, <laughs> and Emo's, it has a it's a it's like their own type of cheese. It's like mozzarella and provel. 
Provolone. No, it's Provel, we call it. Mm. Well, in Long Island, we say Provolone. No, it's not that. It's not that, though. It's like a different kind of cheese that that they use on Emo's Pizza or something. We'll put cheese in quotes because I'm guessing it's processed. Of course it's processed. (laughs) Where do you guys stand on Cheese Whiz? I love Cheese Whiz. I love Cheese Whiz. What about Queso? I love queso. Love queso. Queso's Hate delicious. Queso. Oh, I think it's so. I can't do that. That that salt. I can't do like a liquid cheese. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> I I had a friend in college uh, who was Korean, and well, she was American, but she her. Oh, how dare uh, you! <laughs> her aunt says he was Korean, and she would always say, "You're so white," because I would eat cheese all the time. I, and, I mean, the, and yeah, I you did. You definitely that. don't find a lot of cheese in. Um, Asian diets. I'm not yeah. trying to yeah. stereotype. Where do you find cheese in Asian diet? Or Asian Basically, food? I mean, it, much. I've Where? noticed it's in it's in every diet but Asian diet. That's diets. so interesting. I've you, never like, thought about cheese that. is like a delicious Indian cheese. Have, what, um, uh, uh, sorry, what do you guys think of uh, brie? Oh, I love brie. <laughs> I love it. This is adorable. You're just like going through a <laughs> well, list I'm, and you're I'm like, so of, what do you think of? Because some people brie. are torn on brie because of the casing. Oh, I love brie. Oh, I'll I eat it all. Brie. Will you eat the casing? Yeah. Will you eat the casing? Fuck yeah. You will. Have I you d- done? I, the- I, 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 I throw caution to the wind when it comes to <laughs> cheese. I was on a flight once. It was a Virgin flight, and uh, and they had a cheese plate. Uh, and I had the cheese plate. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been like, I need to have this for lunch once a week. Yeah. yeah you do a, you do cheese with a nut thin, right? As far as I know. Oh, cheese and I'll almond. Do cheese with That's nut like the thins. Oprah dish. It's amazing. I started making like little pizza, little fun pizzas yeah. on. Except uh, egg. Mi- uh, we're on, recording like, this right now during Passover, and I saw someone post a matzah pizza thing. I, we've tried. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, we tried it yeah. as children. It's, it's not so good. Sad. But I put. I started putting Munster on my pizzas. So a slice of mozzarella, a slice of Munster. Munster's great. Wow. That's a great. That's that's the Little Caesars blend. This has yeah. turned into a really strange Food Network podcast. <laughs> my, my, my last question, and I'm sorry to to to, to throw this wrench into things, but. People are torn when it comes to a blue cheese, a stinky cheese, I love a, a blue Rockefeller. cheese. Where do you fall? Love it. In a put, salad? Uh, but, uh, but I, I like it within it. reason. I'll put it on beets. I'll put it on a steak. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'll put it in. Um, there's. It's, it's great for salads, but it's also great. Somewhat, what is, how did they do it? They like baked it. And baked. it like got melty. And Wendy's, Wendy's had a blue black and blue burger. burger. I got it um, like the day it came out. Uh, went to Wendy's to get, to get their blue cheeseburger. Excuse me, and it was like it was so funny because heartburn right now. Yeah, I know. It It was so funny because like going in, I was like, "This is a little bold of a choice for what is clearly uh, a restaurant that serves everyone in the world, you know, across the country." And it was so funny; it was unbelievably muted. It was almost like you couldn't taste it. It was like they, it was like they made they colored styrofoam to look like. Where do you stand on blue cheese? I actually love a stinky blue cheese, and I love like an iceberg wedge salad. Mm. Oh, I started making. I I was I was making wedges. You know what's the bullshit cheese though? Feta. Feta oh, is a bullshit how cheese. How dare you? Brent is Greek. I'm Greek. Feta is a bullshit <laughs> cheese. How dare you? I'm Why sorry. It Why? It's just boring. No, oh, it's I like love the it. tangiest. No, if you have to choose between feta cheese on a salad and blue cheese, go with the blue. You know, you're real low class. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Proud of it. <laughs> what, what would, would your, your aunt, aunt say? say? So what would your aunt's... What would your aunts, aunts, aunts all have to say about something that we spoke about on the podcast today, starting with Brent's Aunt Ramona? She would say, I never look at my vagina, it's bad luck. 
Incidentally, my aunt Joanne would probably say the same thing. I don't look at my vagina. It's, it's bad, luck. bad luck. It's bad luck. My aunt Anne would go into a lengthy, lengthy description about what cheese does to her bowels yeah. and then talk yeah. about the pills she needs to take before she can enjoy cheese. That. She's she would a really say, emotive person. She would say yeah. enjoy cheese. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Well, until next time, I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.